Hello my loves and welcome or welcome back to the Wild Sexy Abundant Podcast. I'm just sitting here with my coffee, my coffee to go that my man just brought for me from the city and my heart just melted and jumped at the same time as he came in the door with his coffee because our coffee machine has been broken and if you didn't know this, I love coffee, but only if it's like a cappuccino. I do not need black coffee in my life whatsoever. And so, yeah, I had to go. How do you say that? I don't know. I'm not coming, but I know there's a term for it. But it's like cold turkey. I had to go cold turkey on the coffee and just stop drinking coffee. And like, I usually drink decaf anyways, and I drink a lot less coffee than I used to because it's not that good for you. But yeah it's been hard <laughs> it's been hard because oftentimes i'll make myself a coffee as like a little okay there's something that i'm not feeling a hundred percent but i want to get it done um and then i make myself a coffee and it's like my get shit done kind of drink you know anyhow my man went into the city he had to run some errands and he brought me a coffee from the city i'm melting i'm screaming i'm so excited anyhow we have a really fucking amazing important conversation today and you may know this i don't usually talk a lot about numbers i've really changed my perspective on sharing numbers in business and in a nutshell i just don't want you to hire me based on my numbers and i also know that there's a lot of people and like no shade but also i'm a, a bit judgmental and <laughs> that's okay i'm human like i don't like when it's just about numbers and you know like some people throw around their own numbers as business coaches all the time i'm like yeah but what do you do for your clients like what are the results your clients are getting anyhow there's more to that conversation but we're not going to have that conversation now but in a nutshell i've decided i don't want to go out there so much with my numbers but i felt like for this story it was supportive to add the number to it because it's a part of the story and i know it's going to be wildly expansive for a lot of you so with this episode we're all going to talk some numbers and yeah without further ado let's get into it Welcome to the Wild Sexy Abundant Podcast, the podcast for ambitious women craving a life of freedom, femininity, love, and luxury. I'm your host, Christina, and this podcast is designed to help you increase your impact, income, and inner peace so you can enjoy the ecstasy of living your life with a full bank account and a full heart. Sounds like your vibe? Then let's get into today's episode. Okay, my loves. Let's talk about how I went from feeling a bit burned out to motherfucking big, aka how did I make a quarter of a million dollars in three months after feeling lost, confused, defeated, sad. <laughs> and with this episode, I really want to inspire you to see the possibility of change, of fast change, because this happened within three months. From Within three months, I went from like, oh damn, shit isn't working, I am confused, I'm sad, I'm lost, I'm blah. <laughs> we all know those feelings, right? We all know those times. 
three months. It took me three months to go from that place to a quarter of a million fucking dollars. And what I do want to say here in the beginning as well is that like, yes, I had been at that point somebody who has made, had made a decent amount of money in their business. I wasn't a complete newbie. And I do want to say that because, yes, I absolutely do think that even as a newbie, you can create those kinds of results. But in my experience, it's not super common. And I don't want you to put yourself massively under pressure and think like you have to get those kinds of results. And again, if you don't do that, you're going to be, again, feeling shit and shit about yourself and all of that. I don't want that. So yes, I had been in business for a while. But at that time where I was feeling kind of burned out and like confused and I didn't really know where I wanted to take my business, I had not been making a lot of money in my business. So for me, I was like, shit, what is going on? And yeah, let's just talk about how I fucking did it. And I know there will be a lot of unexpected things in this episode. So really make sure to keep on listening. And yeah, I feel like I'm a bit confused over here because I have a bunch of notes to make sure I tell you all the things. And I'm speaking to you. I should focus on one thing. Anyhow, so what I need you to know, first and foremost, is my community did not massively grow. And I did not have a massive community to begin with. I did this through offering high ticket one-to-one services. And I wouldn't even say I got like a shit ton of new followers. Like I said, I didn't really grow massively. I just, with this decision to focus on selling my high ticket one-to-one offers, with that decision, I really just focused on the kind of person I wanted to work with and I stopped speaking to the other people more on that later Um, but I believe that this way through me really just speaking to that person those people in my community could identify themselves as my person and therefore they did sign up to work with me even though I will say I believe there were a few people that ended up working with me one-to-one that were coming in that time where I was like getting ready to make that that money, right? Um, so they were coming, I believe, slash I'm certain of, they were coming into my field, they were coming to my account because I was so vocal about who I'm calling in and who I'm not available for. And I've been saying this in so many offers and probably in a bunch of podcast episodes as well. Like through us owning who are calling in, we naturally change our content. And then if people stumble over our accounts, they will be able to identify themselves as our person because we have put that content out there. On the contrary, if we make content that caters to people we don't actually want to work with, the right people may fucking land on your account and leave again thinking that you're not for them, which is, oh my God, what a nightmare, right? Terrible, not what we want. Um, But yeah, anyhow, I did this through really focusing on my high ticket one-to-one services. And I'm not gonna fucking lie. 
I did that because A, I love working one-to-one and my clients have always been really happy with what they've gotten. So I had a lot of confidence in my skills in that. Um, And I was like, you know what? Like I haven't been making as much money as I wanted to. And this is my highest uh, potency product right now. If I want to get my income up ASAP, this is the spot because I literally just need to sell a few of them and I'll be dripping in money, right? And I don't really think people listening to this podcast would be like, oh my God, that's so terribly wrong. If this is you and you are thinking, well, she's just being fucking lazy and putting high prices on her stuff so she can make a lot of money, that's a limiting belief, in my opinion. That's something that if you want to, you can look at. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say for now to that. Um, But yeah, anyhow, what else did I do? I decided it was going to be the one-to-one. And then I also reconnected with what changes I really, really, really wished to see in the world. And I was really asking myself the question all the time, like, what do I really want more people to experience, right? It's like, doesn't Gandhi say that? Not my dog, but the real Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, Be the change you wish to see in the world. I think he said that. That was my jam. Like, (laughs) how can I bring what I want to see more of more of in the world that was not grammatically correct but I think you know what I mean and from that place of being very clear on what I want to bring more into this world I communicated that newfound clarity in my one-to-one offers in my Instagram stories in my post and I was basically going from hire me to do one-to-one with me to what is it exactly that we'll be doing in my one-to-one? Now, I know there are people who don't need that kind of information, but at the time, I couldn't get my mind around people just being like, oh yeah, I'll be sending her like 30K or whatever for one-to-one. Like, what the fuck does one-to-one even mean, right? I mean, I know I have a lot of coaches in my community and maybe this is you. And I remember saying this to a client like not too long ago as well. I was like, but what is one-to-one? One-to-one is not a strong selling point. What is in your one-to-one? What do you help me with? And so I shifted from just saying like, oh, here, if you want to work one-to-one with me, this is this this is what we do. Or, well, this is already too detailed. Like in the past, sometimes I would literally just say like, if you want to work one-to-one with me, DM me. And I still do that sometimes. But to be fair, I don't think these are my strongest sales stories where I make the most sales from. So I basically shifted from... um just saying, you know, DM me to work with me one-to-one to to DM me if you want to, la-di-da-di-da-di-da-di-da. And then I was just basically listing out what their desires were. So their, my ideal client's desires were and where they were standing. Um, And that was possible because I knew who they fucking were. And I had gotten really clear on the type of woman that I would actually want to work with. Um... Anyhow, let's go from here because I don't want to make this like a super long episode. I want to keep this really like comprised for you. I'm not sure that's the right word. Condensed? I don't know. Whatever. Um, The other thing that I did, and you don't have to do this, but I will say to me, it really fucking helped. I hired a mentor and I hired a mentor specifically because I wanted them to reflect my blind spots to me. 
I wanted somebody to just be really honest with me and say, hey, listen, I think this is where your gaps are. And the cool thing was within that, that she really had an amazing talent to basically showcase, and this is how I work nowadays a lot as well, to showcase the positive blind spots. Maybe I should actually make a podcast episode just about that because I don't feel like anybody talks about this, but I believe in highlighting to my clients positive blind spots. So basically she, what she was doing, instead of telling me, even though she sometimes did a little bit of that too, instead of telling me like, oh my God, this is like where you're not embodied. And of course, this is why people don't buy. Sometimes there's some truth to that in my opinion, but she was really focusing on how embodied I already was in what I was showing online. Like it went to the point that I was like, oh my God, are you not authentic on social media? (laughs) Because you highlight me so much in my weakness and in my just being so embodied and like really doing business with pleasure. She was hyping me in that so much. It really helped me to believe that I was. Because like, you know, we all are so critical with ourselves and that's why I'm not so much of a big fan to um always show people like the the truth bomb the heart truth la di da di da because I think we already give ourselves so many heart fucking truth I'm here for positive blind spots I'm here to tell you this is what you're fucking good at why you're not staying into the world things like that uh but yeah I hired a mentor and I have to say that was one of the best decisions in my career uh, we just worked together for one month because I was like, I can't afford it right now. And I have to say, like, I had never worked with her um, longer, like, or at all. So basically, I literally found her. And I think, like, within two or three days, I was like, how can I work one-to-one with you? I feel a pull. Tell me how this can work. And there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I will actually like working with her. Like, I feel a pull and I want to follow that. But maybe I don't want to commit to like six months. I think even though I didn't have the full amount at the time, I think if I genuinely from the bottom of my heart felt like that was the move, I probably would have done it, but I didn't. Um, But anyhow, it was one of the greatest decisions because I think at that time I really needed somebody. And I, you know, sometimes we get more than we thought we needed. Sometimes we hire mentors with really particular ideas of what we want to work at. And then we end up, getting things we didn't even know we needed that was a hundred percent the case with her because like I said through her really showing me how embodied I actually was and I was just not seeing that that really 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 capital catapulted me forward in my business and how I was allowing myself to show up online and then another thing that I did and I will say I kind of changed my opinion on this but we'll talk about it so What I also did is that I cleaned up my routines. So I was basically asking myself, what does the woman who makes that kind of money do that I don't do? And what am I doing that she doesn't do? And I remember writing things down like, well, she doesn't look at her phone first thing in the morning. She has this lush, amazing, calming, nervous system friendly morning routine and she is not staring at her fucking phone. And that's something I'm currently doing, so maybe I should stop. And also I stopped, very practical thing, I highly recommend you do. I also stopped looking at who watched my Instagram stories um, because I was always kind of focused then on the people that I thought that were there. I mean, it's not like I knew all of these people and I knew what they were doing in business and where they were at financially, but like my mind thought that I knew those things. 
And therefore, I was always kind of like in this lack state of like, oh, but I don't have the followers that would be the clients for that. And then guess what? I was making content for, as we kind of talked about, like I was making content for the people that I didn't even want and who wouldn't even been able, I still believe that, to afford my one-to-one. Or even if they would be willing to afford it, I wouldn't want them in my one-to-one. So also one of the things I realized when cleaning up my routines, I was like, well, she would not be as obsessive and like look at who fucking watches her Instagram stories. Um, And that really, again, helped me to call in that woman that I actually wanted to call in um and I felt like I didn't get distracted because sometimes it's also like a subconscious thing right like when I don't know who's watching I can just assume that my ideal client is watching and getting like hyper excited about working with me versus if I'm always looking I might be like "Ooh, but nobody's watching that shouldn't be watching this and then I would start crushing myself so I did clean up my routines but here's why I kind of changed my mind about that and why I see this differently today. So first of all, I don't believe there's some invisible rule in this galaxy that we can only be rich and have what we want when we are the perfect human and when we are perfectly embodied in whatever it is that we're selling, right? Like I just, it's a limiting belief to me. And I do see this taught a lot online, like you have to be that woman and you have to act as if la di da di da and there is something to it there is something to it but I think some people just interpret it in a weird way and I definitely did in the past so literally I was literally thinking in the past in this time that we're talking about so if I look at my phone in the morning instead of like having this amazing morning routine, of course, I'm not going to be able to sign that high ticket client because like, why would she want to work with me? And it was not supportive of me. And I think it for a while added like a bit of a, a bit of a toxic relationship between me, myself and I, um, that caused me to be like super strict about myself and yeah, just coming up with all these stories around like, oh yeah, because I didn't do that, of course I'm not going to get that, which is bullshit. Like we just came up with that or a lot of people have said that, but it doesn't make it a truth. It just makes it a lot of people's opinions. That's what I would say. A lot of people's limiting belief. But um, yeah, with that, with working with her, I also cleaned out my routines. And the thing that I will say, it did help me believe that it's possible for me to attract those one-to-one high ticket clients because I felt like I was being that kind of like elevated version of myself does that make sense so it's like I mean I've always said this I believe it takes what you believe it takes to get whatever you want to have so if I think I need to clean up my routines then I need to clean up my routines to get the clients so in that sense it helped I just think it can be easier today so yeah just wanted to share that fully transparent with you And then kind of related to the ideal client, I also got super fucking solid and what I wanted to do in my business and what I was not available for. And most important part, I owned it. I owned it. I wasn't shy about what was my vibe, what I believed in and what was I, what I was not available for. I literally screamed it into the world was very, very vocal about these things. And that created a lot of magnetism because 
if you think about magnetism, I feel like it's a word, oh my God, I can get so annoyed by it sometimes. Like abundance, magnetism, pussy power, whatever. Like no shade. I do like these words in a way, but I feel like so many people just don't fucking get what's behind it and then they don't get the results. So for me, magnetism is just quite simple. It's like, again, as I was explaining to like, if we speak to our ideal client and our content, they can see by watching our content that we are for them. And that's the same fucking thing that we're talking about right now. It's like me being very solid on what I'm here for, what I'm available for and what I'm not available for. Again, people that love that, will identify themselves with that to a degree. They will feel drawn to me. Maybe they're also like, I know this played a big role uh, in this whole process with me as well. Like people loved seeing how much I owned that because they themselves were feeling a similar vibe, but didn't own it. So they felt like, oh my God, I need to get closer to her because she is really fucking embodied in that. She owns where she stands and I don't, but I want to. So again, that to me, like very just broken down is magnetism it's not just this like of course in a way there's a little bit more mystical magical unicorn poop thing to it but it's also not that complicated or weird and not that mystical it's actually quite logical in my opinion but um yeah those are the things let me think if there's anything else that i did that i feel like i really need to tell you in this conversation Oh yeah, big one. I shifted my mindset from I'm not there yet, business has been hard, things aren't really flowing, to I'm on my way. A part of me is already there, right? Because in my mind, I could see this working out, especially with the work that I was doing. And that mentor gave me one of the most potent sentences of my business and my career. She said, something in the lines of, I may quote this a bit wrong, something in the lines of, you don't get to where you want to go by hating where you're at. And we're not going to go into all the details of this, but when she said that, I was like, boom, like something in me resonated so much. Because this is, I think, the reality for so many people in business, for so many women in business. It's like, we're so desperate (laughs) where we're at and we just want to get away from it. But there's this thing, maybe you've heard of it, it's called gratitude and it's really beautiful and it really helps you feel better about your life. And this is to me, this is not bypassing, right? Like we can say when something is shit and just be like, yeah, I don't love where I'm at. But it's like basically how I understood her saying that was like to be standing with one foot in gratitude and one foot in I want more. But the problem is a lot of times we just stand in the I want more. And when we just stand in the I want more, we also automatically stand in the I'm I'm not enough. Like, or where I am is not enough. I don't like where I'm at. So I really fell in love with the beautiful life that I've created. And again, like her mirroring that to me constantly, I really saw, wow, my life is incredible. In fucking credible. And I started to feel so much gratitude for where I was at. And I deeply, deeply believe that that helped me get to where I wanted to go. Because again, I was focusing on what was already there and I could proudly and confidently go out on social media and talk about those things 
and what I have already created. And, you know, a lot of things that she mirrored back to me, I, I so wasn't aware of. Because, like, you know, for us, a lot of the times, things are so natural. They're not a big deal. And we sometimes need other people to reflect back to us that something that comes so natural to us or is so easy to us is actually quite magical and astounding and, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it really, really, really helped me to create this result by being in the celebrative energy of, wow, my life is already fucking amazing and because I am the woman that created that amazing life, I'm also very much capable to create the next level, quote unquote, from that. Oh, yeah. And one other thing that I do want to mention here, and I think this is the last one. What I didn't do is that I decided to make a quarter of a million in three months. I actually did not really have a financial goal. I did have a financial caliber, if you will. I was like, maybe I can make seven figures this year. That was not entirely the energy I was in, <laughs> but it was more like, I think this could be my seven figure year. Oh my God. Okay. But like, it wasn't that I was like, okay, we're going to make a quarter of a million in three months. I wasn't focused on any particular number. I didn't even have monthly goals or anything like that. And to be fair, I'm not sure I would have created that kind of result if I did have a monthly goal, because I think sometimes having monthly goals can also create a shitty plan and frustration, right? Because like frustration, if it doesn't happen and a shitty plan, like if I would have... If at the time I would have broken down what I needed to have every month to then hit that overarching goal, like it, it wasn't like that. It didn't work as linear as that. It was really like I was preparing for it and preparing for it and preparing for it and preparing for it. And it just being a lot of money, that was what I was calibrating towards. And all of a sudden I had clients pop up left and right and left and right. And I didn't even know what to do with all of them and again bringing me back to what I said in the beginning of this episode like I really hope that this shows you how fast things can change because you may have been in this preparing and preparing and preparing and preparing phase and your time could be any freaking day any freaking hour any freaking minute right we always assume because things have been slow or we perceived things to be slow because they didn't look like we thought they should look we can think oh so i'm gonna wait another two million years to get x amount of income x amount of clients whatever it is that you want but it's like there's this thing called the compound effect right and it's like small actions adding up over time and I deeply believe what I was doing was doing small things, making some micro adjustments and seeing those things add up over time. And suddenly it was boom there. So this is also your reminder to think not in logical linear growth terms because life is not logical. Life is not linear. We all know it. And yet somehow we expect it a lot of times in our business and the problem is when we expect linear growth at best, we get linear growth. So I like to believe in exponential growth. I like to believe in illogical results and 
literally tomorrow I could have a different reality. And I have to say, this is something in my business that gives me so much. This whole experience, and I've seen it since over and over again, where things just skyrocketed from seemingly one day to another. Having made that experience, of course, supports me in believing it's possible again, right? And I want you to create that same knowing for yourself. And you can borrow mine if that works for you. Just think, you know, this is how it's been for Christina. Why wouldn't it work for me? Um, But yeah, I just want to remind you that whatever you have today that may not be to your liking or ideally, you know, we just spoke about it, you are in a lot of gratitude for where you're at right now and still it could literally be different by tomorrow. But even, this is what I always say to my clients, like it could even be different while you're fucking listening to this episode. It could be that after listening, you check your Instagram, all of a sudden it makes zero fucking sense somebody reached out to you and that could be you know yeah maybe you didn't even pitch anything maybe you didn't have any sales stories up there or anything that could be the person who's like hey didn't you three months ago say that you offered this and that is that still available and like i live for shit like that and i see it as my job to plant those ideas into your mind I know I'm kind of a genius with those things literally just recently I had a client who was aiming for 50 people in a program and I was like wouldn't it be fun if it was 200 she ended up with over 200 (laughs) so like invite in the magic and see the compound effect see your little actions compound over time to the big thing and play with all of these ideas of how people could find you if it helps you if it resonates right now even make a list of like how people could find you how people could pop up because like that is definitely also something that's been in my mind like i didn't even think to mention this now but this has been on my mind for like so long i believe clients can come from anywhere and in the most expected and unexpected ways i've had people come through referrals of people i didn't even know even just like one of my most recent one-to-one clients she said somebody referred her and i'm like I have no idea who that would be, but anyways, great. Hello, welcome. Um, But yeah, open the room for massive opportunity and things changing within the blink of an eye. And if you want to dive deeper into signing high ticket clients, be it for one-to-one coaching services or other things that you offer if you want to sell in the more premium segment or you're like "Ah, I'm not sure like I kind of do but I kind of don't that usually just means you have a lot of limiting beliefs around that and in that case or in what I just mentioned before my new program Trinity was literally made for you Trinity has the tagline of small community big impact, big income. And this is literally what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about how to go big, even with a small online following. I've done it. I've done it so many times. My business is in a way, and I needed to to, to learn to own that, is in a way built on selling high ticket one-to-one um, services and offers. And honestly, selling high ticket changed my life. It changed my life. I wouldn't have been able 
to buy my dream car, which is beautifully standing in front of the house right now, I wouldn't have been able to buy the car. I wouldn't have been able to turn that big, bold statement of I'm only flying business class on long haul flights into reality. It wouldn't have allowed me to travel the world, to travel to all these amazing places and live in all these beautiful houses, which again was more than just staying at the house. Driving in my car is more than just having the stream car. It makes me happy every single day. And I'm grateful every single day to be experiencing all these things. It's like selling in this way and working through all of my limiting beliefs that I had around like charging more. It changed my life. It changed the narrative of my business. And I so deeply believe when it comes to feminine business, we need to charge premium prices because I'm not here to help you enroll so many people into your offer and still be fucking broke and not feel nurtured on your end. I want you to be paid abundantly and to have the space and the spaciousness within as well to take time off, to invest time in your hobbies and to not have to fucking worry about money. (laughs) And to me, it's like, yeah, as I said, I know, I know, I know, I know so many people have so many limiting beliefs around charging a lot of money. And this offer is not built to convince you to charge high prices, but it is here for the woman that feels a bit of a nudge, feels a bit of a pull. And it's like, well, I would actually like to charge her ticket, but also I have thoughts. Great. Let me work with you through your limiting thoughts and ideas. And we talk about all the other things as well. And it's also for the woman that is maybe already charging high ticket prices, but it's either not selling at all or it's not selling as much as she would like to. In Trinity, we really cover it all. We talk about the mindset. We talk about the identity that you need to have. We talk about your niche, your offers, your content, uh, how to sell it. Like I'm literally giving you every single fucking bit that I've got, that I've learned over years, what I've tested, what I've tried, what worked, what didn't work. And we go through all the different aspects of business so that I can really make sure You have everything that you need to know because I'm going to say this. I'm here to have more women paid really fucking well. And as I said, I just I just can't continue watching so many women, so many of you knowing you have so much to give, knowing that your work is so fucking valuable and then putting on prices that help you barely get by. That fucking sucks. I'm not here for it. I'm not supportive of it. So yeah, if any of this resonates, make sure you DM me the word Trinity on Instagram. We're starting the pre-enrollment soon. By being on the waitlist, you get the absolute best prize. And to be honest, I'm not yet 100% sure if I will even open it publicly. I think I will. I've gotten a notch that I do want to do that. But yeah, make sure you get on the waitlist if you are interested being interested doesn't force you to sign up. Being interested gives you the best fucking price. And you get all the informations first. Um, but yeah, anyways, I feel like this was it. I hope this inspired you. I hope this opened up something for you. And I deeply, deeply hope that you see making a shit ton of money in a very short time as possible. Because maybe this is beautiful to round it up that's needed. (laughs) Like, I think you kind of gotten an idea. I hope you've already gotten an idea of this, but it's like, that is needed. You have to believe it's possible for you. 
And again, it, it doesn't even have to be a specific number, but you have to claim that more, show up for that more, calibrate to that more, and believe that it's possible and believe that it's possible for you. Now, my dog is drinking and I think he wants to go out, so I'm really gonna cut it here. You know what to do, and I'm sending you so, so, so much love, and I'll speak with you soon. Mm-hmm.